0: Welcome to Redbird Buzz. I'm John Twork from University Marketing and Communications. Our guest today is Dr. Tom Kaiser, the newly named founding dean of Illinois State University's College of Engineering. Dr. Kaiser will bring decades of engineering education and industry experience to Illinois State when he officially starts at the university April 1st. He currently serves as the Dean of the College of Engineering, Technology and Management at the Oregon Institute of Technology. Dr. Kaiser joins us today to talk about his background and his vision for Illinois State's College of Engineering slated to begin enrolling students for the fall of 2025. It's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Tom Kaiser, the founding Dean for Illinois State University's College of Engineering to Redbird Buzz. What's the word, Redbird? Tom, tell us a little bit about your uh, personal background and how you ended up in the engineering field. Yeah,
1: the um, it's nice to meet you, John, and a pleasure to be here. The, uh, my personal background, well, I, uh, I grew up a kid of a scientist. My father uh, worked in a national laboratory in New Mexico. Um, So seeing um, scientists and engineers my whole life, uh, I guess that sort of influenced me to pursue engineering, um, which took me to uh, my first university in New Mexico State, where I graduated with my bachelor's degree in engineering and then uh, received a lot of input from family and friends in the area and ended up pursuing a master's and PhD, Um, graduated my PhD from Clemson University uh, and then, for the most part, other than a, a quick stint in industry where I realized I really liked academia, uh, i've been uh, I've been in academia ever since.
0: What is it about uh, engineering education that you enjoy so much? yeah, it, you know it's it's
1: one of those things where there's long days where you you don't know if you're making a big difference. and um But there are lots of things that really are quite rewarding. You 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 know, occasionally I'll still receive an email from a student uh, I was instructor to 25 years ago, uh, who told me you know how they enjoyed my class and made a difference. And it's it's a lot of little things like that that make quite a difference. And um, from the non-teaching side, building programs, seeing students graduate from those programs, being successful. you know that's that's where I get a lot of reward, and I don't, you know, I don't really want to be too far from students. So the dean position is is a great position. I can I can make some broad influences, uh, and in this case, a brand new college, uh, which is fantastic, and uh, I look forward to uh, to doing that.
0: As you mentioned, you're coming to Illinois State from the. Oregon Institute of Technology, where you serve as the Dean, a role you've held since 2018. Tell us a little bit about your time there and some of the things you've accomplished. Sure.
1: Uh, yeah, I started in 2018. Uh, here I have uh, engineering departments, I have uh, technology departments, and I even have management department here uh, that I oversee. It's about, well, oh, 1,500 students, plus or minus uh, 100 right now. And uh, some of the things uh, I've done since I've been here, I've worked very diligently at keeping our enrollment up. I've worked uh, doing a variety of things. Um, I guess most recently I um, I was happy to get uh, one of my relationships with Boeing. Uh, some of the vice presidents and assistant vice presidents and program directors there uh, contacted me and wanted to start a program where students can do an internship with Boeing, gain valuable industrial experience, be able to uh, have a heck of a couple paragraphs written on their resume to say, hey, look at the stuff I've already done. And what we're doing here now is, I have a lab that's dedicated to that. So students will work on actual Boeing commercial aircraft projects uh, as an intern, but they'll stay right here at Oregon Tech and won't delay their graduation. So it's a fantastic opportunity for my students uh, one of the things I'm most proud of is we do about ninety seven percent placement of our engineering students right out of college. Uh, we're the one of the highest paying. and I, um, I'd say we're we, you know I, I you know always one of the things I'm most proud of is my students. And you know this I think that resonates here at Oregon Tech too. so there's one there's one example of of something.
0: You've accomplished a lot there, uh, but last fall, you decided to throw your your hat in the ring for the founding dean position at Illinois State University. Why did you decide to do that? What seemed appealing about that potential opportunity?
1: Yeah, this is a, a question the search committee and Provost Tarhuli asked me. And and uh, honestly, I, I get, you know, queries occasionally from recruiters or different things about positions that I might, you know, that people might have interest in me fulfilling or, or being part of. And I usually just delete them. And, and in fact, I I got an email encouraging me to apply to this position. And it just sort of like most people, you know, these things cycle down in your email and I'd kind of forgotten about it. And I got a call uh from the company that was helping recruit uh, candidates and they encouraged me to look a little deeper. And when I looked, I'm like, wow, this is really a nice opportunity. It's a sort of a once-in-a-career opportunity. It's a college that's uh you know, not spawning out of another college. Uh, you know, when I interviewed Provost Arhoolie, showed me. You know, they've had they had the budget projections, budgets um, sort of already established. We had the the John Green building that was going to be renovated, and it's just an opportunity I couldn't say no to. So, the the more I was involved in the process, the more this position became more and more appealing. Um,
0: you've spent the majority of your career in engineering education, like we mentioned. Uh, from from your expert uh, perspective, as an outsider, soon to be uh, an insider, uh, what makes Illinois State University uniquely positioned to succeed with the College of Engineering, and, and why does ISU need a College of Engineering?
1: So I think the College of Engineering, to answer the second question first, the college will help Illinois State be a little bit more comprehensive, um, for a college of about 22,000 students and the diverse uh, number of colleges that are there, it, it's logical that this would be one of the next colleges to be added, um, and I, and I apologize, I forgot the first
0: question, first part uh, of the question. Well, I, you're an expert in, in, uh, engineering education, so, uh, you know, now that Illinois State is moving forward with the new College of Engineering, uh, um, what what makes Illinois State sort of uniquely uh, or or is Illinois State uniquely uh, positioned to succeed with a college of engineering? Yeah,
1: it, you know, I think it is. the um, it, it appears there's quite a demand in that area. There's a lot of public support uh, from everything I've been able to uh, to gather uh, for Illinois State to have a, a, a college of engineering. I've already been contacted by several people uh, associated with the state of Illinois and and the university about different things they're excited about. So, you know, having that energy behind it is, is very important. But I think the, you know, some of the goals that were uh, in the position, I think I agree with very strongly. And, and one of those is underrepresented groups and trying to, trying to make it so we have uh, make a real impact in that in engineering, because engineering nationwide, only about 14% of graduates are from under, underrepresented groups, and only about 14% are female. So, you know, one of the goals is to make a bigger bigger impact in that, and I think we can do that. The um, There's a variety of tools out there that have been proven, um, but we have the opportunity to build it from the ground up, as opposed to just keep adding things and hoping they work. So there's a lot of research out there on things that work. There's a lot of things that we can do from the ground up. Um, Just thinking about curriculum, uh, I'm a big believer in a common first year for engineering. Uh, Having that first year faculty member serve as a mentor right away. So students are very familiar with the faculty. Uh, And I really am interested in in sort of forming, with most universities you hear about the teacher scholar model. And I kind of want to change that to be more of a mentor scholar model. Uh, and so, I think with by using that, including project-based learning, projects, having an industry-advised curriculum, I think we have a real a real opportunity to make an impact not only for the students but also for the local industry because I think we're going to be ready to graduate career-ready individuals.
0: And you sort of read my mind. My next question was going to be about the the three pillars that. Uh, are, are part of the vision of the new College of Engineering at, at Illinois State University. Um, and, and those included, as you mentioned, diversifying the engineering field, along with workforce development and student success. Uh, can you just elaborate a little bit on on each of those and, and how uh, how you see Illinois State succeeding in achieving those three goals.
1: Yeah, so uh, I can start with uh, diversifying the workforce. Like I said, you know, the nationwide, it's about 14 percent. And in the Midwest, it's actually less. It's it's closer to 10 percent, uh, at least, you know, statistics from the American Society of Engineering Education is where I get that from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a lot of ideas that we're going to use, uh, a lot of student support trying to meet students where they are, as opposed to the old model from when I started college, which is students will meet us where we are, and if they don't make it, so be it. That's that's an old model that I'm not gonna support at uh, Illinois State. Um, I know we'll be successful, uh, and I know how I'm gonna measure that. It's when other universities come visit us to see what we've done. Um, so that's, that's my goal on that. The uh, career ready, uh, you know, I've I've worked at in institutions, uh, Ohio mm-hmm. University, Western New England University, Oregon Tech. Those are the institutions that always generated career-ready individuals. Um, and so, this is really something that, that I don't know any other way. So, you know, curriculums will be will have uh, advice from industry. Every program will have an industry advisory board, uh, whether that's local, regional, or national. Uh, Engineers from, you know, practicing engineers giving us input on what they want their graduates, our graduates to have as far as tools and skills. Um, We're going to use industry-based senior projects. So when a a graduate or a student gets to be their final year, they're going to do an industry-based project for their capstone project. And we're going to graduate students who uh, are going to graduate from an ABET accredited program. So all those assessment processes will be built into the program. So, if a student wants to be a professional engineer uh, and practice on their own, uh, you know, what the, one of the requirements for that is they graduate from an ABET accredited program. So, and then there, what was the third pillar you mentioned? I'm sorry. Uh,
0: well, student success, and and you spoke spoke about that, but workforce development, uh, w- which you know is led to by student success, I would think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The uh, and a lot of this is going to be related to the hiring process. So, you know, right now. I think I'm the only employee of the college. Uh, I know there's, we've started advertising for our department chairs. And shortly after that, we'll start getting some of our initial faculty. Having that faculty represent what we want our students' uh, population to be like um, is gonna be important. Uh, statistics show and data data proves that what your faculty look like basically constitute what your student body is gonna look like in your college. So uh, those hires will be people that that believe in having career-ready individuals when they graduate, there'll be a diversified faculty. So we'll have faculty from underrepresented groups uh, proportionally where we want our goals to be. Same thing for female engineers. Um, you know, and, and also we're going to do things like entrepreneurial partnerships, so we want our students to sort of have that curiosity, where can we take that next, you know, we, we're given a problem, but how can we take this further, right, how can we satisfy a customer demand, and so we'll have those students ready to, to solve problems, trying to keep the customer in mind on what the problem is, uh, and what their needs are.
0: Following up a little bit on workforce development, it's hard to talk about engineering and normal without considering uh, local manufacturing and uh, electric vehicle maker Rivian, for example, four miles away. And then, you know, you've got Caterpillar uh, based out of Peoria and so forth. Um, uh, can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your, your personal experience with, you mentioned partnership with Boeing where you're at now uh, and, and, and how you plan to uh, engage with community partners uh, with the College of Engineering?
1: Yeah, so some of my, you know, I'm not from Illinois. Uh, I lived in Ohio for a short time. That's as close as I've been. Uh, So a lot of my initial efforts are going to be, I'm going to be outward facing quite a bit for the first few months there, Uh, whether that's meeting local industry, uh, local leaders, community leaders, legislatures, um, you know, any friend of the university is somebody I'm going to want to talk to. And, you know, really with having career ready. I mean, if you, you know, we have two departments and I really, these would be the two departments I would have picked electrical engineering and mechanical engineering. Uh, You know, I've heard several people say, and it has some truth, the whole world is electromechanical system now. Uh, You know, it used to be a car, was very mechanically oriented, but anybody that drives a car now is constantly interfacing with electronics. Uh, And when we talk about electrical electric vehicles, well, you know, we're not having a combustion engine anymore. We have electrical powertrain and and all of those systems that that operate. So I think the the two programs we we have start or the two departments we're going to have. I think having them interface right from the beginning is going to be a very unique opportunity, and I think we can really do some some things with that to really kind of satisfy what our local needs are.
0: You mentioned you would have picked those two uh, if if you, uh, but but those had been decided on before uh, the dean search was underway. But but can you talk a little bit uh, for uh, you know this this is an audience uh, not fully of engineers. Uh, what is electrical engineering and what is mechanical engineering, and and why are those two great programs for the college to start with?
1: So electrical engineering is very interesting because they've brought, branched out so far into so many areas. So. Electrical engineers, you usually think of circuits and resistors and sort of the the standard sort of electrical things and maybe even some of the things in your home. But electrical engineering is branched out to, be artific- to include artificial intelligence and machine vision and renewable energy and solar cells and all sorts of things. And how do we store electrical power, whether it's a battery or there's all sorts of other ways to store it? So electrical engineering is... is very diverse and very dynamic in in how we want to use it as far as in our curriculum and how we want to focus it toward the industry needs of the area. Uh, Mechanical engineering is is traditionally the largest engineering department uh, in any college of engineering. Its uh, Students seem to gravitate toward it they really like it, and it's a little easier to visualize than electrical engineering. You, you think of a car, you think of almost anything you see moving. Um, you know, mechanical engineering is is typically involved in that, whether it's an airplane or a car or a, a toy, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Um, but again, all those all those devices, gears, pulleys, whatever you want to look at, are all controlled now electronically. So, you know, those two departments, they're they're linked uh, very strongly and will continue to be so.
0: So you start with those two. uh, Would there be the potential to expand in in the future?
1: Yeah, we'll have to see what what the student's uh, interest is um, and what the local industry interest is. Um, There's a lot of possibilities for maybe a master's program in either or a combination thereof. There's... um, there's always some natural things like renewable energy is sort of, if, um can be sort of, I, I like to think of as a cross between electrical engineering and mechanical engineering. Um, how do we capture power, say if it's from the sun, if you want, or from hydrogen or from, you know, different sources? And then how do we convert that to power, right? It has to go through a transmission. It has to be, you know, all of those things. So I'll be interested to, to talk to local industry and see what their needs are. I think uh any any new program uh is you know perhaps a couple years down the road uh and i'll need to get my feet on the ground in illinois to see what what uh, need that is out there for us to satisfy
0: you mentioned the the two programs uh at times maybe even overlapping and it seems to me just hearing you describe those programs uh you know there may be some existing uh courses and have you thought at all about you know the opportunity for uh, some some cross campus collaborations as as you uh, arrive and and begin the the College of Engineering.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's all sorts of different things that we can collaborate on. Um, I can give a couple instances of what's happening here between our electrical engineering department and our mechanical engineering department and different things. Um, so we have a couple projects that that my students and and faculty are working on with respect to. How are we going to go about? We we have a large lake here and near next to Oregon Tech that has an algae problem, um, which sort of renders the lake uh, non recreational, shall we say, for a couple months because of the, the byproduct of what happens with the algae in the lake. And so, how are we? We're looking at how do we remove that algae. And so, I have I've had faculty work with a local uh, Native American tribe here. I have them working with our biology and chemistry departments on different solutions and how that will work. So that's one instance. We have um, uh, a lot of uh, ability to do 3D printing here, whether it's metal, uh, ceramic, uh, composites, plastics. Uh, And so right now we we have a um, medical imaging program here. And so we're busy building models for them, so then they have the students be able to do different imaging from different angles. Uh, in addition, we also have a, uh, a dental therapy program here, and so uh, we're printing teeth. We're doing a variety of things for that. Um, so it's 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 really rewarding for the faculty to get out and, and and experience that. You know, we we obviously have the natural connections with chemistry and physics and mathematics. Uh, a large portion of engineering curriculums involve uh, calculus all the way through differential equations. We have at least two or three physics courses involved. We have a chemistry course. Um, and when we talk about 3D printing, a lot of it's material science, which is, you know, we have chemistry, we have some physics involved. So uh, lots of crossovers that will be available. And, and we look I look forward to seeing what, what we can develop with that. Uh, And then on the search committee, we had uh, physicists, we had technology. And so we've already started, uh, you know, excited to to look and see what we can do.
0: Well, speaking of being excited, I know there's probably some prospective students uh, in high school right now who uh, have their sights set on engineering. And now Illinois State uh, is an option, Uh, university targeting the fall of 2025 for enrollment for the first class. Um, for prospective students uh you know what 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 are kind of the steps as far as uh, if if they fit into that window you know what what should they be doing when when should they start applying uh, and, and that kind of thing
1: so you know this whole next year will be a planning year for us um, and we'll be you know talking about and trying to be public about where we are in the process um, but students should be in, if they're interested in in being an engineer and coming to Illinois State you uh, you know, I'll encourage them to visit campus. Uh, our, our building won't be quite ready uh, for the first couple of years, but they can watch the planning and I'm glad to show the drawings and all the different student spaces. Um, but, you know, in general, and, and I think this will for the most part be true, uh, students should be ready um, to take calculus class or pre-calculus depending upon which major they choose. So, you know, study your mathematics, be familiar with chemistry, be familiar with physics, and um and be well-rounded the uh one of the things are we have an accredited body called abet and they develop our uh, what is an acceptable engineering curriculum and they'll assess that but with some of the things in there you know since 2000 have been what they call the soft skills which is not my favorite term but communication teamwork all those sort of skills are more and more important to engineers every day. Um, the days of an engineer sitting at their desk just plugging along on their own—those are, in general, few and far between. Uh, engineer will do that, but they'll also be part of a team, and uh, you know, projects are more and more complex, and it requires a team of people to to accomplish it. So,
0: some good advice for prospective students. Uh, and and speaking of prospective students. You know what what would be an advantage uh, to to joining a brand new program and becoming uh, a part of uh, you know the first class of of students in a new program versus maybe pursuing uh, a degree at an established institution in college of engineering?
1: yeah, so so for new students, you know the, perhaps there's a little worry that it's, it's uh, they're not going to be as well equipped as others uh, or or students that are entering a new program. Well, it is our goal and we will make this goal that we will be able to accredit it, just like all the other institutions that uh, across the country and actually internationally. And what that means is you'll have the same, I like to use, the, you'll have the same, same basic toolkit as anybody else and you'll have the same abilities as everybody else that graduated from other schools. As far as a new program, you know, why? Well, you know, we're, you're going to have very personalized attention at Illinois State. We're, we're planning on you know, lab sections of less than 20 or 25 students. Um, you'll still have the same courses as other uh, engineers. You'll still take circuits from electrical engineering. You'll still take thermodynamics from mechanical engineering. All those courses will be the same. But I think you'll have a unique opportunity to work closely with the faculty. The curriculum will be industry-informed and industry-driven. And uh, I think you're going to, you know, one of the things I mentioned earlier is I want my engineers to be have sort of an entrepreneurial mindset. I want that curiosity. I want them thinking about, okay, you know, what does this mean? if I design it this way, what how does that impact people? What kind of connections do I need to have to make this project work? Uh, I think Illinois State will have a great engineering program Um, and I encourage everybody to come
0: you arrive April 1st, and I, I'm sure you have a long to-do list already made up for, you know, your first uh, week, month, six months on the job. What are some of the things on your list for that, let's say, first year? Uh, it's it's got to be a long list, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it goes on and on. Um, you know, my first concern is going to be to hire the two department chairs, and I know the, the it's been advertised, um, but those two individuals will be key to our success. Uh, they'll drive more of the programmatic details. Uh, I need to go out and meet uh, people. As I said, I need to be outward facing. Uh, you know, if we're going to be industry informed, I need to be out meeting industry. Uh, so I'll be knocking on a few doors. Um, I need to find who are our supporters of our college. Uh, I need to engage with them. Uh, resources, uh, whether that's time or uh, or money, are going to be important to the success of the college. Um, and then I need to, to reach out to community colleges and high schools and, and let them know what, what we're planning, why they should come here, and let them know about Illinois State new College of Engineering. Well,
0: we're looking forward to your arrival and, and watching all of the progress leading up to the fall of 2025 when, when we launch this College of Engineering here at Illinois State. Dr. Tom uh-huh. Kaiser, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you very much. Oh, we're launching on April 1st. It's just, we don't have students until, until fall <laughs> of 25. That's right.
0: Yes, exactly. Looking forward to watching the progress. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Kaiser, for your time.
1: Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you.
0: That was Dr. Tom Kaiser, the founding dean of Illinois State University's College of Engineering. Learn more about the College of Engineering and follow the college's progress at illinoisstate.edu slash college engineering. Thanks for listening to Redbird Buzz and be sure to tune in next time for more stories from beyond the quad.